likes to me time. It's a quickie. We're gonna be quick about it. Um, Get right in there. This is what the. I should have looked up the date date that this is gonna be. The twenty first. That sounds right. The twenty first. Yeah. Very wow. good. Very good. Very nice. proud of myself. So talk comics to me. Quickie. Champ. Champenstein. Heather Hadfield. And we're gonna. Do it. Go, Heather. Go. Okay. Um, this, by the way, is not all of our comics. Go, We're just go, kind of ch- taking a chunk of them <laughs> and talking about these ones that we like the most. Um, so this is As of the Barbed. This is number one. Um, the main character, Azahir, is from a family who has been a part of the Obsidian Guard within her kingdom. They just help guard the kingdom. Uh, when she is of age, she is put through... Oh, yeah. Um, a royal like ceremony where she is imbued with some sort of power but during her ceremony it goes wrong and she is cursed instead <clears throat> so she is uh, kicked out of her land what is that called exiled she <laughs> is, like, I, don't, I don't know <clears throat> she's exiled and she pretty much lives um, in solitude just guarding this evil, but the evil gets out, and so she has to go back to her kingdom for her sister's magical ceremony, and stuff happens. Uh, This, again, is the first issue. I just discovered that from page 12 on, there are no words, so the story gets kind of weird. It's unintentional. There are supposed to be words. They just weren't (laughs) printed. So um, I do have to get another copy so I can actually like read it to see what is happening in these last few pages because while I thought I understood it, now I'm not so sure. Um, I like it. Art is good. Story is very interesting. I would recommend it, but make sure you get the one that has all the words in it. Okay. Next. Uh, this is Eternus. This is also an issue number one. It is also a Scout Comics. Um, there are all the words in this one. I made sure. This is an idea by Andy Serkis. Um, basically, the, the temple of Athena is destroyed. The only person left is this young girl who is blind, and so they're doing some investigating, trying to figure out what happened to all the gods, pretty much, and she's the only one who can help because she was the only person who was there at the time. There are a lot of moving pieces to this. It's a lot of Greek and Roman mythology. Um, I like it. The art's cool. The story is good, and I am going to continue reading it. You're really going fast. I did it. You said we were blowing through them. I know, but I'm just saying, I was like, holy shit. Uh, All right, so next we both have Batman One Bad Day. This is Two-Face. This is by Mariko Tamaki and Javier Fernandez uh, and Jordi Belair. This whole One Bad Day series, in my personal opinion, should just be called Daddy Issues. Yeah, every single one. (laughs) <laughs> it was just like finish this so I was like I really I really like this I, 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 know, I do want to say that mm-hmm. because I, I feel like that was me being like snarky because it was great the art was great the story was really interesting but yeah the first one was about a dad dad problems this one is also about dad problems so I can't see, wait to see like what dad problems exist with the next book yeah it's gonna be very exciting uh i also have dad problems so that's why i like this book the most absent dad problems yeah or i guess in some other people's cases too present of dad problems look you there's no happy medium when it comes to dads yeah 
dead stink. P U. I love that you did that the other day when you were talking about moms. That was really funny. Uh, all right, so next we have Creepshow. I, and also, I would say One Bad Day series has been really great. It's all by different, like, one-shots by different creators with different uh, Gotham villains. Yeah. So. They, I mean, we're only two in so far, but I would definitely recommend mm-hmm. it. They've been major hits. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Creepshow, number one. This is a little anthology book with two stories. Um the first one is by Chris Burnham, and then the second one's by Paul Dini, uh, Stephen Langford, and John McRae. Uh, and this is just some creep show stuff. Yeah, if you've seen Creep Show or read any Creep Show before, then you know exactly what it is. Yeah, just little little horror, little fun horror stories. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate either one. I wasn't like super in love with them either. So they were entertaining though. They served their purpose. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, so they definitely did what they were supposed mm-hmm. to do. Um, and then Stuff of Nightmares. This is number one. This is a R.L. Stein book. And uh, A.L. Kaplan and Roman Titov. That was nice of them to yeah, put that I on liked, the Yeah, I just me. noticed that. That's good. Uh, just I, another anthology. Yeah, and this was like Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. This was Frankie. Frankie boy. It's our old Frank. So yeah, I had fun. It's been one week since you looked at me. Yeah, since a chi- I since I was a child, since I've read an R.L. Stein book, and this was just like weird and grotesque, and I really liked the art a lot, and yeah, felt a lot like R.L. Stein. Yeah, I am have been constantly trying to find something that makes me think of Goosebumps when I read it, and mm-hmm. I know it's obviously an R.L. Stein thing, but. Because I love Goosebumps growing up, and I want more of that kind of yeah. horror. And, I mean, again, it's R.L. Stein, so it's going to be like that. But it still, it was it was very nice and refreshing. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. So, some some good horror. Horror? Yeah, horror. Uh, this next book is Blink. This is issue number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, can't, I don't remember. We can never remember her name. I can never remember their name, yeah. A human who grew up and escaped the Blink is finding out all of the reasons why Blink exists, what, why, why and how they escaped. Um, I, yeah, I really, really like this book a lot. It's so good. The, the layouts for like the panels and stuff and the colors obviously are fantastic. The art, beautiful. But yeah, for me personally, it's like the whole, the layouts and the way that the layouts tell the story. I was like, yeah, the way the issues flow is really, really interesting, and I would, I would agree that is my my favorite part of like the first these like first mm-hmm. three issues is just like yeah, and the way like the word bubbles flow and yeah, I pretty good. yeah, good stuff. We like a little, I guess a little. It's like a little horror-y. Mm-hmm. It's a little creepy. It's like a a sci-fi horror though. I'm going to say interdimensional horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. <laughs> uh, next we have The Lonesome Hunters. I almost said Lonesome Crows. That's not what it is. <laughs> this is Lonesome Hunters. This is issue number four. This is the last one of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, they It basically is just a conclusion. Um, the old man and Lupe, Howard and Lupe, kind of overcome the bad guys and... By working together and being together. And yeah, and like, just like both are 
I like how they kind of confide and like mm-hmm. really they're just like building a bond between one another. Um, this is going to continue, it looks like, in a little another side story. So I am excited to mm-hmm. get more adventures with them and see how like yeah they develop. Yeah, and the art is in this book is just like so good, and I love everybody's expressions. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I especially love Howard. Like, there's something about him that's really great. Yeah, and obviously there's like undertones of other stuff going on. So I also, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's it was done done really well. Four issues. It's I would recommend that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take a lot of time. It is in a way like heartwarming, and I think just because of the relationship between the two of them, the unlikely friendship. Mm-hmm, I love sure. those kind of stories. The found family, beautiful. Yeah. We love those types of stories. Mm-hmm. And think, speaking of that, we got wind. Another one. This is the throne in the sky. This is issue number two. Our boy Wind is just going through it right now. Mm-hmm. He is dealing with not quite knowing who he is still while they're also figuring out that the entire land pretty much is gearing up for something big that's happening. There's a lot that's say, going yeah, on. And they're also being hunted and they're kind of like, they already know the plans that have been set in place, mm-hmm. but now other people are kind of figuring out what's been like, what the bigger, bigger picture is with, mm-hmm. with everything. Um, yeah, I love I love this book so much. It's so fucking good. Like, I never thought I would like this book so much. I know you wouldn't think so based off of like how the story starts, but it gets like really deep. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's I don't know. It's hard to read in the sense that like this terrible stuff is happening to these like young people, and they just have to deal with it. I really like the lore that's mm-hmm. built up in all like the land itself because it's like a really full like it's really full lore and mm-hmm. really like full land and like yeah the like world development is like really solid because you you have a pretty good perspective of like each of the like the king and his like brother the prince and like or right. the duke the duke yeah you, you know yeah and like the vampires like all of these dynamics like you have like you're learning so much about and it just yeah it's like when they introduced like the vampires at the end of like the first story arc mm-hmm. i didn't know it seemed like it was going to be too much you know like especially with everything that we've already had like the fairies and all that kind yeah. of stuff too i was like oh my god how are they going to incorporate this but it is done so mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. yeah a beautiful book we love wind we yeah. love all of the characters in this book actually in one way or another the main party yeah anyway. i like the villains too honestly yeah they're good villains yeah. like they are just evil yeah i say they're evil and like their intentions are very clear mm-hmm. for the most part uh obviously not everybody has the best intentions as we know happens mm-hmm. yeah i just good good stuff good stuff very solid uh public domain is next. This is issue number four. I'll throw mine up here. Okay. Um, this just... There's high, high stakes now. Like, we just need to have our boy Miles, right? Is My, Miles is his name. Uh, needs to pay his debts. And he's kind of being a dick about his dad selling enough money to, like, pay his debts. But basically, in Miles' opinion, write fan fiction. Yeah, 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 I did it. Yeah, you did it. I would not have guessed that. Um, but yeah, he brothers coming together. 
the relationship between all the characters mm-hmm. is, is really good. Like the brothers, especially because you just led to believe that he's the one that's like the fuck up and stuff. When really it's, yeah. it's miles. He's just very good at keeping it under wraps. And I'm really excited to see like how they build public domain as like something else. And obviously there is like another, another head of the company who is a little more mad about this, this sale, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty funny. So it's like nothing. It's a very uh, political book, but in a business way. Yeah. Yeah. Like a know. comic book. Yeah. Like, yeah. Comic book politics. Yes. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's done in a very, I don't feel dumb when I'm reading it. Yeah, no, it feels very like straightforward mm-hmm. and like it, it doesn't hold your hand, but it makes it very clear that yeah. like, Hey, these things like this isn't like this isn't just a fun it is a fun it's a funny book but like it's not just that right there's more to that yeah i didn't think that i would enjoy it just based off of kind of how the first issue went since it is a lot of like business talk but it is also a lot about family Mm -hmm. and stuff and yeah it's it's just really good chip is doing it we love you best friendship we love you uh next we've got barbaric this is issue number two um, this is Axe to Grind, and the, the you-know-what really hits the fan as Owen, Soren, Axe, and Steel find themselves in hostile territory. We gain deeper insight into Steel's vampiric curse, and Owen's, Owen encounters a free, a free god, <laughs> a tree god who's just itching to get chopped to pieces. Cutting down trees, after all, is what axes do. Yeah. Um, just... It's barbaric shit, really. Yeah, there's, I really like the story, like, the history that Steele tells of, like, him and Owen and the group that they were in before that. It's it's really good. And, of course, the art is just Very the best. So good. Yeah. This is just, like, such a fun, interesting story. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would do more than three issues, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I am satisfied that. with the three that they give us. You know, they do a really good job of, like, telling the story, wrapping it up. Good, fine. But I just want more. Yeah, no, I, I feel that and understand that 100%. It's probably one of my favorite books, and I just want more. <laughs> That's probably, yeah, why. <laughs> Uh, and then last, we have uh, Axe. This is Judgment Day. This is issue number five. We're one more issue? Yes, and then we have Omega. Okay. But then I feel like there's a lot of others. Yeah, because we have all the Axe one like, shots. one-shots, which... I didn't read Avengers. I kind of flipped through it. I really like the artist for it, but I just don't... I didn't really care for it. But next I... week, um, X-Men, Iron Fist... Or no... X-Men and Star Fox come out next week. I don't remember seeing Iron Fist. Okay, it's like I didn't order Iron Fist, but I did do X-Men and Star Fox. I did too. Yeah, because we got that Wada yeah. Star Fox cover. <laughs> it's so good. Um, um, and then Judgment Day comes after that. Okay. Uh, this is just basically that all of them trying to figure out how to fight for all of Earth and save everybody and save the Earth and... I, I don't know. Lots of weird resurrections happen. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> he just shoots out, I'm back! <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of weird resurrections and stuff happening. Some I don't really understand, 
but yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. You have to do it, I guess. Yeah, I feel like you have to have a symbol. Uh, yeah. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. obviously we don't know and it just felt like really cheesy at the same time. I agree. I 100% agree with that. I was like, I don't want it. Well, because you knew it was going to happen within like the last few pages, especially when like Nightcrawler was like making all the shots and he's like, no, not him. We can't bring him back. He'll be back later. We got to do this. So, it's like, of course, that's Nightcrawler's choice. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought, too. I was like, Kurt, there is a time and a place and this is not it. I mean, patriotism, patriotism is kind of like a religion, right? It yeah. like takes over people's brains. I suppose. <laughs> Uh, and that's it. We did it quick. Um, we did it. That was 17 minutes. Not well, bad. That was pretty good. I think we got it all clear. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Um, I don't want to say it all right now. You, you know the deal. But we'll see you on the flippity flip. Later.